Warning. DC on CW contains adult language and discussions. If you're easily offended, do not continue to listen. Warlock, an expert of the occult and a master of become a team. Hey, cuz. It's good to see you. This looks like a job for the both of us. Absolutely. Heroes. The legends. You have What is up, everybody? You are listening to DC on CW, the Flash Edition on Rayman Digital. If you're listening to your desktop, you can take us mobile by downloading the Rayman Digital app. Available on the iTunes App Store and Google Play Store, simply search Rayman Digital. You can also find us on demand through iTunes and Stitcher by searching DC on CW. Once you find us there, go ahead, subscribe, leave a review, do us all those wonderful things. I am the one and only Bobby D, and in the studio with me is the king of OCD, Stephen Crouch. What's up? Uh, Ryan is off, uh, I think, in Oklahoma with his first meeting for breast implants or something. I don't know. He's not here, and I don't think it really matters. <laughs> uh, this week, we'll be breaking down and discussing Flash Season 5, Episode 3, The Death of Vibe. Nora's appearance in the timeline is starting to have repercussions. Big time. Like, this shouldn't have been a surprise. It wasn't. I, it wasn't to me. She like you know like father like daughter. Yeah. But I think this is the worst we've seen it. Maybe. Yeah, and we'll get into that a lot later because this what I will call the question episode because it's just like there's a bunch of whys and whats and <laughs> what the hells because yeah you know they went from episode one of Wally gone. Don't worry, it's small. Mm-hmm. If it's small, it doesn't matter. Like, I feel like I would ship her back. Like, get out of here. And she can go back. Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, there, there, there's no reason to. Or, you know, send her back. Let her check in. See see how things are going in the future. And if she needs to come back, she can come back. Because it's always one of those things that we have these discussions with time travel that throws everything off for us is. Okay, well, Barry was alive. So was this always supposed to happen this way? And I, yeah. I mean, maybe there's some things that you just can't change. All right, let's get into some news real quick. Flash is actually coming up on their Hunter episode, and the Flash's David Dasamalakian, <laughs> I go with that, teases a return for Abracadabra. Uh, you know, Abracadabra came up, I think it was in the, the Saboteur Season three, and if you guys don't know who he is, he was, you know, I think famously known for Ant-Man and Ant-Man and Wasp. Now he's one of the... And Dark Knight? Come on. Dark Knight. Yeah, well, I'm going with more recent stuff because he actually looks like that now. The Dark Knight, he was kind of fucking... He played crazy pretty well. Crazy, so... um, He is teasing a comeback for the 100th episode, and... He says, do you think we're going to actually see that? Or do you think the 100th episode is going to be like Rogue's Gallery Central? We're just going to see a bunch of shit come back. Like you you have to do a 100th episode it, big. It could be cool to do that. Like the whole gallery shows up. I mean, what what other purpose would he serve in just coming back? Because an actor like this wouldn't just come out and say it unless he knows something is happening. I want to say the 100th episode is episode 10 or 11. It's getting towards like the mid-season finale. So after after the crossover? After the crossover. Crossover, I think, is 8 or 9. I think 10 or 11 is the, you know, um, the actual 100th episode. Okay. I always look at these things because, like, us being comic book fans, the 100, 200, 300, those are the 
issues that you want to collect. It's, it's the double issue. It's the triple issue. It's the something's probably going to happen issue. They plan it up. You know, detectives go into a thousand. I think this uh, mid next year. Cause, mm, yeah, because David's working on. He says he might go up to a thousand, and his his run starts in December. So if they're doing two, I mean, I don't know if they're doing bi monthly or bi weekly. I you know I don't know what the DC Coming, release schedule. So the one thousandth detective comes out for Batman's eightieth anniversary. Okay, so it is in twenty nineteen. So. Those are usually the things that, like, especially, like I said, comic book collectors look for. And if they're going to bring back people, you know, they better do something awesome. They're like a a, a breakout of Iron Heights and mm-hmm. go collect. Collect them, collect all the people. Yeah, just pull a Narcom Asylum escape thing and Barry's Honey Metas. I don't know. We'll see. I just don't think they uh, kind of put that out there. It wasn't by happenstance. That's no, for sure. no, never. This is a, this isn't a guy who's begging for work. So I'm assuming that we'll see an announcement. But, but that being said, all these people interviewing lately, even in the Marvel world, just they can't keep it buttoned up, man. They're it, it, they're letting nuggets out left and right. It's like how much of that is by accident, and how much of that is just it, because they want the hype, you know. And and Maybe. that's the thing. And speaking of that, that kind of segues into this. Uh, John Wesley Ship shows up in the Elseworlds crossover. Um, and that was a picture that just kind of appeared on the internet this week, including by one of our friends who actually worked on the costume or, uh, yeah, the muscle suit, the muscle and, suit and everything Reeves effects. Check yeah. him out on Instagram. Yeah. Was, I mean, we share his pictures a lot just again, because, and this isn't like us going, he's a friend. We know him. No, like he's really a friend to basically everybody in our group. And, the dude's really talented and they kind of leaked a picture. And then next thing you know, Reeves is like, well, you know, if the shit they're they're just going to let it out of the bag. I might as well let it out of the bag. What do you think we're going to do with these multi flashes? So this is the third version of flash we're seeing in this crossover because we have Barry Allen flash. We have Stephen Amell flash. And now we have nineties flash. I would love for him, even though we saw him die, I would love for him to also play double duty and come back as Jay. And come back as Jay. If if he could, oh my God! Just thinking about it gives me the gives me the the chills. But but seeing this takes me right back to my childhood. It, it's like, such a good costume. It and, is, and it, it's so weird. It, it almost looks like a a fancier version of like the deluxe muscle suits that <laughs> that we see now with uh, Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. It, it's is really well done. It's not quite. It has all the trademark elements of the old 90s costume, but it, if you're familiar with the night, you can see the like in the 90s costume, you had huge traps. Yeah. Like they were insane. Nobody was talking about how skinny he oh, was. Oh, no. He, well, actually, nobody talked like that in the 90s. We don't have to worry about that. Yeah. That's a recent problem. True. So uh, it'll be exciting. And like you said, maybe we'll see a bunch of flashes. You know what would just tip it off for me? If they brought back Smallville's uh, Justin Hartley to be Green Arrow. And we just, why not? Just throw it all out there. Why not? Or if they did a real deep cut and pulled that kid that played Superboy back in the day. The guy who played Superboy back in the day. He's probably like 90. <laughs> <laughs> you can't cover that up. I don't, I don't think he's uh, exactly had the career to be, oh, yeah, no, we're, we're cool with this. We can make it happen. But. I'll, I'll tell you what, though, in the, by that same token, it's, man, seeing Stephen Amell in that, uh, in that, costume too right next like both of them the the red is so starkly different between the two costumes but it's amazing so, so is the cod pieces yeah it, there's some cod action going on you're not uh you're not privy to the dc on cw facebook stuff because these anti-facebook yeah um so we we post we have a group chat that we post a lot of pictures and the girls are just talking about the wiener the whole time <laughs> so Stephen amell's cod piece is a topic with the girls. Oh, boy. So, uh, there's a Flash theory out there, and this is from Screen Rant, about a Batman Beyond Easter egg in Nora's secret. What? So, we had that question a while back of, what the fuck is this shway bullshit? <laughs> Stupid is what it is. And 
they've somehow dug through the vaults and found that Shway is from Batman Beyond. Really? Yes. Uh, the creators of Batman Beyond turned to some well-known films. Uh, let's see. Wayne trains a teenager Batman, introduced the word, the term Shway serving the same function. So whatever happened in Batman Beyond, they've, they think it's a nod to it. Uh, they don't actually give the episode because I have the DCU app and Batman Beyond's on there. And I would love to figure out what the Shway episode is. So is it truly from the cartoon or is it from the comic? Um, am I reading this wrong? Well, I'm skimming uh, the, the panel. Okay, there is a panel. So you pose the question, what does shui mean? Does someone familiar with the Chinese language is specifically, they, they'll be quick to tell you it looks and sounds like the standard Mandarization, or Mandarin word shui, which typically means nice or handsome. So there, I, it, actually it does, it looks like it's a panel from Batman Beyond. So excuse me for pulling Orion and not reading ahead. <laughs> I just I'm one of those people where Batman Beyond wasn't a comic book to me. No, Batman Beyond is a cartoon. It's a cartoon. That ended up being a comic book. So it was the Batman Beyond is the kind of sister to, you know, my favorite Batman the animated series. So of course I went on to watch that also. But this article goes way, way deep in there about yeah. the 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 Chinese, the Mandarin uh, character and all this stuff. Okay, so let's let's play. Uh, this is a stretch, right? It, it it seems like a little bit of a stretch, and I think this is one of those things where everybody's looking for it. I mean, we looked for it. We wanted to find meaning to this bullshit word shui, and you know, if it ends up being a Batman Beyond thing, it would be amazing because we've talked about. You know, the Bat family is getting introduced into the. So I'm okay with that. This article is going down a rabbit hole of like figuring out what Chinese characters mean, what, and how, like <laughs> the th translation. This it, is insane. If you, if you write the Chinese characters on a piece of paper and you fold them into a fortune teller yeah. and you pick the number three yeah. and the yellow color, it will come out and say that Batman Beyond will be on episode 17. Yeah, this. There's a bit much in this this article from Screen Rant. However, even if they just pulled it from a panel, it's still like a cool little Easter egg. But it also makes sense from her coming from the future. Correct. And she could know future she could know. Batman. Because we have uh, failed to mention it, I think it was last week, that, or it might have been episode one, that they mentioned the name of the future Adam as the man who made the ring for Barry's suit. Right. This week... They mentioned the league. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know if we can't say Justice League, but she, <laughs> the league, the league, like the TV like show TV about show. <laughs> about fantasy football. Um, so this could be a thing to where we could get some kind of reference later on because she's definitely been dropping hints throughout. It's just an interesting kind of if they can't get around, you know, the whole Batman thing, and they go around it and do it this way. I am still a okay with that. Yeah. Oh, anyway, for you guys to know, if you hear the word sway, it's a, a, a reference to Batman Beyond, the future Batman. So, with that, we'll take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll get into this episode. If I hadn't seen Jurassic Park, I wouldn't be nearly as frightened right now. DC on CW. We'll be right back. The Rain Man Show. The Rain Man Show. Go ahead, Andrew. Minister Kevin Swanson, who holds notoriously homophobic views, said Houston had sinned by having a very, very aggressively pro-homosexual mayor. Unless Houston repents, unless New Orleans repents, they will all likewise perish. He told his radio Jeez. show. How right. does he get a radio show? That Hurry is up. the message that Lord Jesus Christ is sending. And now it's not. Right now <laughs> to America. 
This comment is coming days after Christian radio personality Rick Wiles linked Houston's progressive attitudes with the storm as well. Okay, so gay people have magical powers. They're basically Aquaman. They can control the weather and the Why sea life. Why would you want to be their friend then? Yeah, exactly. I wish I was gay. If I didn't have magical powers, I would go down on a dude. Like, hey, listen, go down on a dude and you can now command the weather. All right. Sure. Point me to the nearest dick, please. <laughs> I thought I had to get bit by a spider, but apparently I had to get bit by yeah, some fashion That's Satan. my origin story. My origin story is to get plowed in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> For more Rain Man, visit RainManShow.com. I thought I was looking at my mother's old douchebag, but that's in Ohio. <laughs> Geek Out Saturday. And this is something that Supernatural, I don't think, has ever really had a big problem with. Right. It, all of its monsters, a lot of shows have procedural elements. We've talked about this before on the show. There's a level of responsibility on his head as someone that is a metahuman and uses his powers for good. She's Force-sensitive, but she's not a Jedi. If you've been watching Rebels, you see that happen. Uh, during a roundtable interview with reporters yesterday... The Flash executive producer, Andrew Kreisberg, revealed that Kevin Smith's... However, race is important in the Dark Tower universe, and the relationship between Susanna Dean and Roland centers around the color of their skin. Check up on your favorite Rain Man digital geek shows every Saturday. DC on CW, Back to Tank, Weird West Radio, The Crossroads, and more. Geek Out Saturday on Rain Man Channel 001. Listen for the Rain Man digital app or tune in. Just search RM Channel 001. You're listening to Rain Man Digital's DC on CW. All right, we are back. We're going to be breaking down season five, episode three, The Death of Vibe, which kind of gave me worries there when I read the title. But if it that was the way Vibe was going to go out, I probably would have quit the show. Really? You're so just like lackluster. Like You thought that was lackluster? I just, I wanted. I sat there with my jaw agape going, did this really happen? I, 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 I want more for Cisco. Well, I think we all want more, but it would have been one of those things that came out of left field that, again, personally, I would have been okay with it. Not because I want to see him go, but because you just don't see that kind of stuff happen. And they were, it was such a long thing with Firestorm and all that stuff that. Yeah. I, I it just would have caught me off guard and right. probably made me really upset. Sometimes you need a good kick in the balls. Yeah, I, I don't want him to go. Uh, anyway, this one was directed by Andy uh, Armageddon, written by Jonathan Butler and Gabriel Garza. Mm-hmm. I, I like I said, I just call this questions. Yeah, because I mean, the plot thickened this week. It got real thick real quick. Mm-hmm. You know, we went from like happy go lucky family time to. Just so many questions right off the bat. You know, Nora, we like we talked about a little bit earlier, we start seeing ripples in the timeline and we find out that it is a different man because of it, that he came out earlier than he was supposed to like a preemie. Yeah. And that's kind of. I want to say on par for Flash. We, mm. we, we we've had them do the switches before to where, oh, this is the comic book version you think it's this man will will let you believe it's this man so it makes you wonder if he came out earlier does that mean that when he should have come out he should have come out an old man like in the comics i who knows because that was the thing it was supposed to be this immortal man and i think we've kind of ditched that storyline mm-hmm. like i don't think we're going off of source material now they they use the name they're kind of you know it, it obviously couldn't have happened because he came or appeared earlier i don't know how punching the satellite would make him get struck by lightning earlier so they're gonna have some explaining to do on like how the powers came in the comics can he fly because, i don't i don't think so because his ass flew last night yeah <laughs> i mean it, his lightning bolt his gym or his metal shot project is basically thor's hammer at this yeah. point mm-hmm. uh it comes back to him when he wants uh he flies with it yeah yeah that, I, that's a good point <laughs> it sh- yeah it shoots a lightning out shoots of it. lightning <laughs> out of it uh, uh probably some of the shittiest cg lightning i've seen in a while yeah i i you know i try not to get onto the bad stuff but when i'm watching him torture joe with it i'm looking going y- y'all done better like mm-hmm. just jam it into his chest or something right like you don't have to have a, a, a horrible effect or give him a burn mark in his shirt or something it just 
there was something about again i i've had issues with like i said i call it my eighth grade metal shop project mm-hmm. uh and so they didn't help it out this week with some of that stuff again i'm i'm cool with some of the functionality of it like again it reminds me a lot of thor's hammer the throwing the cutting through trees him and being in control of it cool uh but I want to know where he got it and why. Yes, and we have to have some kind of background there. Um, and I think that's where this introduction to this Sherlock Wells, which is, I want to say, the eighth Wells we've been introduced to and probably my least favorite. Yeah. Um, it, it, it's pretty close with uh, Mad Max Wells, the one that looked like he put together his shit off of scrap metal in the backyard. Scrap metal and like, you know, use sporting goods equipment. Yes. Like, yeah, that one was garbage. It it straight up looked like a South Park. It did. did. Kind of character putting together from a kid. but Or an Aqua Teen Hunger Force. Yeah, it was not good. good. But that was just based on his look. I'm basing this one off of this dude's personality. Like, Tom Cavanaugh is a good actor. He's been able to pull mm-hmm. off this role in many different ways. I just don't know why he needs to lay it on thick with these accents. And 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 the hard thing is you start I hear him going in and out of it a lot. Mm-hmm. And it's distracting. And it's not that he's not good. The character could be good. He could end up being like the key to his detective because the Wells has been the key to every season. Which is kind of becoming its own trope in yeah. and of itself. And you know, like we were talking before the show, I, I would have preferred the German one, which also was not high on my favorites <laughs> list yeah. to begin with. But this, the Sherlock one was written really dry. And, and to your point, it's, again, it's always hard to find the line of how much of it is, is the actor, how much of it is the writing, how much of it is both. And yeah, it, it didn't do it for me. But I think the biggest question is, why is this man a cicada expert? Like, he comes in, and he pulls one over on him. He, they he knows, pay him money, and he knows everything about it because he's hunted this dude for 37 Earths. Right, and what kind of prick comes in and starts charging a fee? Did, did, did he charge fees for all 37 Earths? A- after a while, maybe. I mean, he says he's got alimony payments and all this shit to a couple of wives. Yeah. And I mean, this guy really showed that he is kind of on that Ralph level of douchey from last year for detectives. Oh, yeah. To where he faked his death, and if they didn't taste the tea leaves, he would have been out. Of all the things, he uses a mixture of oolong and what was it, green and some other, some other. Yeah. And so I think that's my biggest question is why is he an expert in this? Well, what, what experience does he have? Because we saw it throughout that he knows something mm-hmm. and his experience on those other earths is going to be the answer here and he, and he didn't divulge it probably because he was waiting for another payment you think that's going to be the like the running gag because cisco looked pissed at him oh yeah because it betrays everything about their friendship or you know the friendship he's had with most of the wells to this point and this was a wells that he was very not familiar with as a moral compass yeah so the other thing that I thought was weird about the introduction of this character, they made such a big deal about like Sherlock. Sherlock. He was like a French, Frenchy. And so it made me think, is Sherlock copywritten at all? Like why? Why did we go that route? So here is the hard hitting facts on the copyright law. Our investigative Yes. Reporter Steve, who does this for a living, looking at copyrights. Well, not for a living. But, but you, you're more experienced than yeah, I am. I've been down my shirt. I, my I put shirt. the copyright symbol after stuff like it's copywritten. No, I've, I've <laughs> worked with attorneys on it. So in this particular case, it's in public domain because uh, of how old the character is. It was first written in the late 1800s, so it's way, way past the public domain. But then there's weird things like with what Disney's been able to do because, you know, a lot of the Disney stuff at this point, because of its age, should actually be in the public domain, and it's not. So the Mouse House has pulled some some strings and whatnot, but apparently the last 10 stories that Sir Arthur Conan Doyle had had written – are still under copyright protection until 2022 or 23, somewhere there's about. So it's hard to say. Um, maybe those last 10 stories are what are keeping them but from being able to use it. 
But but that being said, you know, was it Disney or who was it that released the, the Sherlock movies? With? I, th- I believe it's WB. Okay. That, which is the company. I think you're right, actually. That yeah. owns this. That's why I thought that was kind of weird. I like Because the only reason I even bring it up is because they made such a big deal about it. Because mm-hmm. we all assumed that it was Sherlock. And it just, it almost sounded like it came up and they were worried that. It almost makes you wonder if they if it's the same thing with the with the DC movies. If it's like we just don't want to confuse people, or it's why we said the league instead of the Justice League. Yeah, it's just something else we have to pay for that we might own, but we don't own <laughs> technically for the DV. Right. So, but apparently it's in the public domain, so you and I could go make uh, our own Sherlock movie if we wanted to. That's it. We're done. See you next week on DC on CW with a Sherlock movie. Are you going to be my Watson? Sure. <laughs> oh, so the introduction to this character, he knows something about Nora. I think that's kind of obvious. And a lot of this stuff came in, what, the last 10 or 15 minutes? Crammed of, in there. Like the episode of... Sometimes those are my sleepy times where I lose the last like five seconds of the thing. I'm like, wait, what happened? Right. I, I've come in here before. There's shows that were like, wait, wait, that happened? Or like Mike's told me like that was the last like five seconds. Probably fell asleep or I tuned out. Mm-hmm. And this was one of them where confronts Nora in probably the best kind of acted scene that we saw between the two of them because her eyes and his eyes definitely told a story that their mouths weren't. You know, she went into the loft or whatever to get her purse and he confronts her. Why did you come at all this moment? All these moments that you've been following your your father, your mother, and you chose then to come out. Like, what's the deal? Mm-hmm. And, you know, what does he know about Nora? He figured something out there. Well, is it? Is it that he figures something out because of what he's seen on the other Earths? Or is it just because he's got so much wisdom and experience from doing all this shit on 37 Earths that he can just read people and I want, just I want to go with the read people because they kind of established that early on to where uh, we either have a baby giraffe or an insecure man walking in right now. And you want me to look at what's in your purse and you, you know, you have a shoulder tattoo of an ex-lover that you don't want Barry to know about or that was removed. Mm-hmm. Like he was very like his observations and a lot of his or he's got his own creepy, weird background of keeping tabs on this certain crew of people. And that's why he knows so much because yeah. it doesn't matter. Cicada, Flash, Iris, all these people are the same on every Earth mm-hmm. in some form or fashion. And it, he's met and mingled with all of them. Yeah, that could be it too. It, it's an interesting play to see where they go with this, but they have to be careful. I don't know if I can handle a whole season of uh, this well. That's the problem is that he is, the, the accent gets annoyed, the way it's getting played right now and we're only talking about one episode where he was maybe in eight minutes ish mm-hmm. and you're just like eh. and, 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 you like, felt like cisco mm-hmm. and but like you said I, I i like tom cavanaugh as an actor but do we need the same formula every season and, and that's the other thing that we're getting into you you speak on the formula they introduced the wells and now they've introduced that somebody probably knows something that they're not telling the rest of the team. That is going to be a key part. And again, it, it might sound like I'm sitting here bashing the show, but I'm not because it's interesting. I like what they're doing. It's just, I just want the pattern to be broken. And yeah, you, there, there's want- a lot of interesting things going on. It just, I can see the beginning of that, that title wave coming of, Oh, here it comes. Right. And and we talked about it last week and the week before of, of just these these continuing tropes. It's an easy thing to fall back on. Yeah. It's worked in the past. Um, it's been successful and it's familiar. But at some point you kinda wanna see something new and different that we haven't seen before. And to your point, we've seen a lot of interesting stuff so far and it's only three episodes in. Nora herself brings all kinds of interesting, cool things to the equation. But let's focus on that and not fall back on On the Wells the Wells thing. And 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 you're right there. She's brought so much in, including you know, the the Flash Museum. 
Yeah. And going in and just Easter eggs of you looking in the background and looking yeah, at all like that stuff. lightsaber slash Doctor Who, whatever the hell that thing was. What is that from? I don't know. We, I'm sure if we look it up, somebody's already ID'd it. But those are the things that we like as fans that, you know, we want to see the Flash Museum. He's bringing things in. Mm-hmm. So what? Use flashbacks, flash forward. I guess they would be flash, flash forwards yeah. because she's not really a person yet. But I'm okay with that. Um, to tell the story of Nora, you know, they, if they're going to put her on the, the Barry Allen poster, you know, be the first person other than Barry Allen to be on a season poster, it's okay to base it around her. She's a flash. Mm -hmm. And so tell her story from now on and show us why she's here Mm -hmm. and have it lead to them trying to figure it out, her story come, and then it unites together at the end of, okay, this is what's going on. Because she is the most intriguing character that we got. Basically, not because she's new, because it's interesting. Mm-hmm. It, it, like I said, when we started this episode, it's the question episode because we have so many what the fuck is going on type things. And she is the center of it all. And it's not, we can't figure it out. It's nothing that I'm like, I'm reading the room and able to sit here and go, it's this, 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 and well, this. And what I don't want to do too is I, I don't want to see us get into a situation where three quarters through the season. We don't know what's going on. We still don't know what's going on. And it's just been drawn because that's what happened last season. It's like we thought we were going to see kind of a kind of a bookend and maybe finish out the last quarter of the season. Maybe with some, and then they drew that last bit out forever. So. Yeah, it'll it'll be an interesting going forward again. If it, I just wanted to base it around Nora. Uh, with that, we're going to take a quick break, and when we get back, we'll get more into some cicada talk. All right, we are back. So Oz is attacking Bettis, and he wants Cisco. Cisco's his man. And he had a real hard on for him. Like he knew exactly who he wanted. Yeah. And so it's it's an interesting thing because he's going after Cisco and he uses Joe because Cisco is just like photobombing every article. J- Joe Joe's photobombing every article. Oh, oh Joe yeah. yeah, Joe's photobombing, sorry. But you know, every article that they look up, he sees Joe and figures Joe is the connector. Smart of him to do going yes. through all that back. Which is catalog. a lot smarter than us making him sound last episode where like the garbage man in his garbage <laughs> bolt. Like, you know, we, we we've been kind of hard on him, uh, including, you know, some of his speech yeah, from past but, things. But you started in this episode to see his um the dynamic of the, it, like there's more there's more thought put in this character than I think we initially thought would be there. Yes, and especially what we saw at the end there with the the daughter. Yeah, so he's certainly a more complex character, and, but you know, and I called it last week. I texted you about that. Like, yeah. I said he has a kid or something. Like, there's something. There's there. something going because on because with the daddy comment, right? So then it makes you wonder if Nora coming changed things and him coming. Is Nora coming early? what causes daughter to get sick. Okay. So you want my theory here? I do. Just the base on the head wrap, the daughter being in the coma. I want to say he's killing the metas. You know, a lot of the, the bad guys because Barry wouldn't the thinker got away. Satellite, something blew up, hit his daughter on the head. Daughter's in a coma or, or some other meta that's out there that caused this to cause because what 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 do you that see? That would be a good fallout from last season if that's what happened. Actually, yeah, caused by Nora still, <gasps> and her repercussions. I think you just hit it right. I think you just hit it. I think the satellite debris knocked out his daughter. Because we saw shit fall. It wasn't like yeah. they punched it and it will supermaned it back up to the sky and it blew up like perfect fireworks. That would actually be really good writing to to bring it over that far because it, it's gonna it's gonna put the guilt trip on both Barry and her yeah, that yeah. this dude isn't really a bad he's just doing what he thinks is right for his daughter he's just a dad trying to do the right thing and, hey. but what was weird is that nurse clearly the nurse knows a lot about what his motives are and yeah. what he's trying to do and she's not attempting at all to to warn anybody or alert the authorities that hey this 
So clearly she's... She understands he's a meta. Uh, and she, and she's okay with him mm-hmm. doing this. But then, uh, yeah, I think you're on to something. It would, like you said, it makes perfect writing sense. It gives a villain real, like, uh, uh... You can sympathize with them. Yes, and you feel for them. And that's what always makes the villains good, is that you can believe their cause. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't always have to be crazy. No. You know, you have movies that are based on this there was the uh, denzel washington movie to where he held up the hospital because they wouldn't give his kid a liver oh that's a great movie i don't even remember what's called i think it's a liver but well, you know what i mean they mm-hmm. they there's things like this and a heart even, transplant i think it was a heart transplant. okay but even as a, like a father if like i didn't have the money to get my daughter something that she needed to live i would definitely turn to dealing drugs or figuring out a way to get that money mm-hmm you know, there's nothing that I wouldn't do for my daughter. And so that, again, that brings that sympathy factor into a big bad that we don't necessarily see all the time. It's mm-hmm. just like, why is the thinker doing it? I want to be the smartest man in the world. But why are you doing it? I want to purge the world. But why are you doing it? Because I want to purge the world. Yeah, because humanity's awful. Now, that's that's a character that I could actually empathize <laughs> with because <laughs> people are awful. Yeah, un- unfortunately, yeah. Uh, People are horrible. Avengers but, came out at the same time, and you're just like, eh, okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but, but uh, you know, going back to the daughter thing, um, you, you know, Joe immediately, he, he, as a father who's been comforting all of the children of the show, yeah. including Papa, his new child, Papa Joe, Papa Joe, he immediately his his father radar was going off. He knew that that's what was going on. So that's why I think this is kind of gonna. I'm hoping that, again, my speculations are always great. And Ryan's like, you need to write. And I'm like, writing is just more than coming up with ideas. Um, <laughs> I'm an idea man. I'm an idea guy. Somebody like, else got to flesh it out. I'll put shit on the board and walk away. Right. Y- y'all come back to me and I'll tell you if it's wrong or not. You know, I try to play that card when I can as well. Yeah. Come up with the come up with the, the plot points and the scenario points. And then you fill you in the fill blank. in the gaps. Yeah. I mean, I think that's what showrunners do. Well, really, honestly, it's what producers do. And what do I do all day on it, this network? Exactly. <laughs> it's what a producer does. Yep. You know, I, I get us from A to Z. Right. And uh, it just, it would make sense and it would be a beautiful story and it'd be a change from everything we've seen. It's not a world domination thing. It's it's a revenge. It's a, I'm doing everything for my daughter type scenario. And especially with Barry and Iris kind of learning about their daughter and getting that probably that love mm-hmm. you know or feeling something for her where they know they would do anything for her that it's only a parent could explain so introducing Nora to them early helps out with that and it also kind of goes along with the Caitlin thing you know we're getting a lot of daughter daddy things going on i mean it this might be the daughter daddy season it could be we have Joe and his new daughter we have Barry and Iris and their daughter. Then we have Cicada and his daughter. I mean, it seems to be a common theme that mm-hmm. goes along. And we have three kind of daddy stories there. And that's the kind of stories that we want when we're splitting up groups. because, And it could be what bonds them all together by the end of it all. Yes. And, or tear them all apart. Yeah. But they're all they're all dealing with like the same type of issues. So it doesn't feel like so far fetched. Well, I thought too when Cicada was in the house there, one, I noticed he had tied Joe up with speaker wire that was perfectly cut at the end. So it's like does Joe just have spools of speaker wire as he running lines? It stores hammer, baby. Okay. We just singe it off. Okay, okay. <laughs> but you know, when he went after Cecile, um, I thought that that was when Cecile was going to meet her demise. I thought that this was, you know, she doesn't have her powers anymore. She's kind of well, she dead weight. She uh, did have her powers. But that's just it. They just popped up out of nowhere. That's, that was weird And for I'm me. like, well, wait a minute. His little hammer lightning bolt thing, Majigger, it, it, it's supposed to subdue powers. Yeah. It had the opposite effect on her, and she was still able to talk to Joe through telepathy or hear Joe, rather. Yeah. Um, so there's a little bit of some plot holes there. Yeah, that that, that was a definitely a weird one. So let's get back to this Caitlyn thing again. We see her and Ralph do their own thing, which I'm perfectly fine with because it doesn't. It wasn't the story didn't take away. It wasn't one of those ugh moments that we see sometimes. Uh, we want to see what what's going on with Caitlyn. Mm-hmm. 
and you know it's giving Ralph something to do, and they confront her mom about the death certificate, and then we get some more background on what's going on. And her mom's know, a real twat, by the way. Yeah, like it's a suicide. It was a suicide note and all this other stuff, and they break into uh, the the vault, and we see like that father daughter game thing come up with the periodic table. <laughs> I had to laugh at it. It was, I mean, it's fitting for her character, but yeah, really, it, it was, it was a, oh, how am I going to write code to my daughter? Well, we're going to make up, right? You know, fake elements, and then she'll be able to put it together twenty five years later. Like <laughs> that's that's a big hope. The, the thing that made me laugh the most was it was like, oh, we just have big labels of butcher paper laying around, and we're going to get the biggest sharpie ever, so everybody can read it for TV, right? <laughs> like, what does it say? And it's, oh, what did it say? Find me, Caitlin, or... Come find me. Come find me. Come find me, Caitlin, or something And that's where it just zooms back, and she's being watched by what we assume is her father. So, Nicole turned to me. Okay. And she goes, Cicada's Caitlin's father. What? And I said that, too, but... And I was like, maybe... You might be honest. And then all of a sudden, we see him... Yeah, with his daughter. With the daughter. Well, scratch that. Uh, I, I, you know, we talked about that earlier that we were hoping that Caitlin, the father, maybe a brother or some kind of relationship. When we found that he was immortal, it made more sense. I would, so I would actually buy if Oz knocked up what's her face from American Pie and Caitlin was the spawn of the two of them. (laughs) Cause that chick was all nerdy and booky. (laughs) So Oz had sex with, uh, American Beauty. If right, and that's their spawn, and that's their spawn is Caitlin. All right, there you go. In an, in another Earth, because American Pie is part of the Arrowverse. <laughs> it's the American Pie verse. Did you guys know that it started in 1998? It did. Uh, it's been a 30, <laughs> the longest the, game the, ever. A 21 year plan. <laughs> <laughs> it all makes sense now. It does. Is, is she going to be in the bathtub with flowers on her nipples? Also. <laughs> It's American Beauty reference. It's not perverted. It's a very good movie. You should watch it. It's old. You should watch it. Yes. But so, so who do you think's watching? Do you think does it have to be somebody we recognize? What if it's her mom? What if her mom's that big of a twat that she's just like making, she knows? Yeah, and just making sure Caitlin never gets in touch with dad ever. Like she's just been watching this whole time. The whole time. I don't know it was a weird twist there at the end and it what what it made me do was kind of go back and think about who we've run into in the past because i want it to be somebody we recognize i don't want it to be somebody new yeah because it's just like it that's always the thing it's the reveal is what we look for and if it's just what? like, hi, Caitlin, I'm your dad, and I've been hiding for you. Like, who the fuck are you, weirdo? Right. So I was just thinking, what if it is her dad, and this has just been his long game to see if she can figure it all out? You're so smart. Uh, yeah. It, like, I've, I, I, raised I raised you right. Yeah. All the pain and everything I've put you through. And then he ends up being Sub-Zero. <laughs> Since we already have a Scorpion lookalike in the show now. <laughs> Uh, and then they fight in yeah. Mortal Kombat. Exactly. For the realm. Yes, for the Arrowverse. Yeah, it's a... It's so early for all these things to happen. We got a long road ahead of us. This almost feels like mid-season type shit that happened this week. Yeah. If they would have left off where we thought Cisco was dead... Yeah, let's the, talk about that for a second. Cicada, like, Cicada, like, let me finish this real quick we'll get yeah, to yeah, that. yeah, yeah. Takeda, we find out that he has a daughter and he's more human than we think. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe's attacked. We find out Nora fucked up the timeline. We get introduced to New Well. See you in December or January when we come back. Right. It, it, this episode had enough of those moments that it was worthy of a cliffhanger. Cliffhanger ending going into the, the winter. Yeah. And I agree with that. One of the biggest cliffhangers was we see Cisco get kind of baited into a fight uh, with Cicada. Yep. And what looks like he was dead and made me nervous, made me sad. I think I said that at the beginning of our breakdown here. And it was well done. And it was another moment for that Sherlock and Nora to shine 
because we saw this the 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 thinking the cerebral part of the episode come in of i can figure out where this is based on what you're telling me so the minute nora took off to go save the day i i like that she stopped kind of had that she slowed down the world around her she had that moment of introspection and and really thought through everything and was making sure she wasn't going to make yet another mistake <laughs> and she takes off and everything goes down and i just looked at nicole i'm like she did it again she <laughs> killed cisco like what the fuck lady i saved him oh fuck <laughs> yeah of course this is what was going to happen this is what always happens and uh yeah i was i was really bummed and i sat there kind of just stupefied but man well and when we went back to the hospital maybe i missed this part maybe i looked away or whatever he had cicada had that little gash i don't know where that came where'd the gash come from i i was wondering the same thing and it wasn't healing she said yeah so so was that from when nora blasted him with the bolt had to be so he's susceptible to flash bolts i if that's it i mean we find all these guys have to have a weakness somehow so maybe that's where we expose that and well, I like the fact that Nora came rushing in and she used something that she was trying so hard to learn how to do. Yeah. Um, and she used it exactly how she was supposed to use it. Yeah, she, she was on struggle bus there. There was times where I felt bad for her because Barry was definitely dadding her. Like, mm-hmm. dude, you fucking can't go out. Right. You know, no, you finish your homework. Mm-hmm. You're fucking going to destroy our whole world at this point if you keep it up. So... I don't know. I think it was a good redemption type for her, like a confidence builder, because Mm -hmm. going into that, that's where I would run into issues of I look up to this man. This man is my everything uh, to the fact that he disappeared. I'm not going to say died, but I was still so obsessed with him that I studied everything about him and I don't want to disappoint this man. Right. And up to this point, that's all I've done. How could you go into a fight and be confident that you were going to do what you needed to do? Uh I I mean, you, you just got to keep trying, but there, the, you know, then there's the flip side of that coin of like, well, when you just say, oh, well, shrug your shoulders and say, I'm just going to do whatever because no matter what I do is wrong. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is her villain turn, right? Like, I'm always wrong anyways. Who gives a shit? I'm going to kill you all. Yeah. Or or just accept the fact that, that you're, you're a fuck up. <laughs> yeah. All right. Let's get into the final thoughts of this episode. I'll uh, start with Ryan. No, Ryan won't start. I'll let you start. Okay. <laughs> so Ryan's <laughs> not here. Yeah. He's vanished. It should be his name on the paper this week. Um, I really like this episode. It it was uh, a lot better for me than last week's. Last yeah. week's didn't do anything for me. Uh, again, there's so many questions that get brought up where we have a, a long, long season still ahead of us yet. And, and so I guess they're setting that up so that we have plenty of things to keep us occupied through the season. One more question for you before you... Oh, the questions within the questions? Do you think that Cicada's really the big bad? I don't. Because it's you talked about it being so early, and we've learned so much. I I don't, and and when we looked at, or when the whole daughter thing was revealed, even before that, um, when she came blasting in there and we thought Cisco died and everything, I thought that that was going to kind of be the end of that arc. Um or at least close to the end of the arc. I I I'm still feeling like we're not seeing the true big bad. But who knows? I could see this one also being like a half a season's worth or maybe a third of a season's worth and then somewhere I, I, along the line somebody else comes in. And, and maybe that breaks the pattern. Why do we have to have one big bad that we're hunting the whole season? We don't season? necessarily have to. I don't think we do, right? I, you know, um if you think about comics, sometimes you can have a big bad arc that goes all through, like Court of Owls, for example, right, uh-huh. or or whatever. But you don't have to have that. You can have something that lasts, you know, five, six issues, and then you're on to the next thing that the person has yeah. to deal with. Do TV shows in volumes. Yeah, I, I don't need a big bad every season. But overall, I thought this one was great. I, I love that we're seeing the complexity of, of Cicada. I, I love that we're seeing more of the Nora... Um, 
dynamic and backstory. I love seeing the Flash Museum. I wish they would have spent more time in the Flash Museum, and I hope we go back. Yeah, I hope we see more. So overall, I'm 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 super excited about this. Yeah, again, the, I think the only kind of issue I had was with the the Sherlock mm. choice, and it was mainly the the kind of the accent. And, yeah, as a whole, I think that was the the weak point of this episode. Whereas last episode, I felt like there was a lot of weak points. Yeah, you can really hone in on just kind of this one thing is that it was weak p- kind of painful when he was. Yeah, but not, the rest was firing on all cylinders. Yeah, and again, it was worthy of a mid season finale. Yeah, of that you know we could go into a break and come back wanting more. Luckily enough, we only have to wait. Seven days. So if, if they can do this same, so this is where, you know, we we're, we're, CW, you're afraid we're going to have a bad episode or well, a, down, a I, down episode. I hope not. But if CW's listening, whatever formula you got going on for episode three, figure out how to do that same formula. And then I'm okay with formulas because if every episode ends with me thinking it's a cliffhanger, that it could be a mid season finale, you've done something. Yeah, you're doing it right. Yeah. Keep doing that. One of the better Flash episodes we've seen in quite a while. Mm, for the, sure. The, the Thinker season was a struggle here and there. Um, you know, there was good mm-hmm. parts and bad parts, but nothing that was on the level that we saw today. Again, I think introducing the fact that this man is a dad and going with my theory of Nora could have caused this with the, you know... She broke the satellite. Broke the satellite or some kind of meta that Barry wasn't able to put down or escaped or something. And that's why he's putting them down is to get, you know, revenge for the other metas that are out there. I I like that storyline. It gives it some kind of heart to it. Oh, yeah. Um, and And I hope that's what we see going forward. I do not believe that he is the big bad. I think something else is going on because Nora is running from something. Yeah. And we still have that kind of open-ended, what is deal with the mom-daughter relationship mm, mm. that we haven't quite had answered. And I, and this new Sherlock Wells knows something, or has at least figured something out. I think he's figured. I think he's he's had enough life experience across many Earths and many women that he knows something. Yeah, and and he can read <laughs> women in particular. I mean, the dude's had like a half dozen wives. Yeah, um, I. I I hope that with Cicada, they don't end him prematurely in some way um, to where he leaves a daughter behind. That would be horrible because yeah. I don't want to see that happen. And But by the same token, I also don't want to see him turned into another good meta. I don't want to suddenly have our own league over here where yeah. he's now some lightning bolt character. I don't want that. No. I would like to see him gracefully lose his powers in a natural way be his daughter be okay and then he drift off and introduces the big, almost like the rain real, yeah how rain was on supergirl if you guys aren't familiar yeah was she got rid of her powers and then wasn't treated like a good person wasn't treated like a bad person just go away yeah so That'll do it for today's DC on CW Flash Edition. Remember, you can always catch any past and future episodes of DC on CW through the Rayman Digital app. Be sure to follow us on Twitter at DC on CW, Facebook.com slash DC on CW, and Instagram, DC underscore on underscore CW, and we will catch you next. People want cuddles! 